This is Dr. Sean Canone. Welcome to the podcast, where this week we'll be talking about prescribing. Yes, this will be a general approach to geriatric prescribing, keeping at the forefront of our minds those frail, complex, elderly patients that we care for in the long-term care setting who are generally on a lot of other medications, have a lot of comorbidities, and are very sensitive to the side effects of many of the medications that we use. This acronym was really something I developed years ago to help in my own practice as I thought through selecting best medications within drug classes for patients. I then began to use it when I was training some of my medical students and medicine residents, and finally ended up using this in doing some education at national conferences. Actually, there was one state conference here in Ohio that I presented this information at and ended up getting a job out of that talk. So it's been very good to me. I think it's been helpful for me to, to think through systematically the prescribing of medications for the elderly. I think it's been a good thing for my patients for me to do that as well. And I hope it's beneficial to you. The acronym is CASELS, C-A-S-T-L-E-S. It's a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek reference to something that I've not really divulged to others in the past, but on the original presentation I did, I had a picture of a beautiful Bavarian castle. And the mindset of the talk is let's build prescribing regimens for our patients that stand the test of time. Now, obviously, no medication regimen holds up forever, and that's kind of the tongue-in-cheek side of things that really what we're building in this population are sandcastles because there's coming a point in time when deprescribing will be necessary, when even the best medication regimens will start to fall down because of changes in the patient and their ability to metabolize. But in the meantime, we want to set ourselves up for success. And as we prescribe a medication, we want to have an eye to the future where other medications may need to be prescribed. Some of those may be chronic in nature, some may be short-term, but we don't want the medications that we've selected today to become the problems of tomorrow in terms of adverse events, side effects, drug-drug interactions, etc. So what are our goals with this program? First, we want to provide clinicians with a useful tool for prescribing in patients over the age of 65. We also want to improve patient satisfaction and clinical outcomes through a rational approach to drug selection. And finally, we want to reduce the inherent risk associated with prescribing in the geriatric population. This is good for the patient and for the prescriber. Now, before we jump into castles, it's good to just re-emphasize the basics of prescribing in older adults. Things like start low and go slow, change one medication at a time, always try to simplify dosing regimens, monitoring the ability of the patient to take the medication, seeking to minimize drug-drug interaction potential, using the lowest effective dose, avoiding medications with anticholinergic effects, aiming to reduce the risk of falls and fractures, reevaluating the necessity of each medication at regular time intervals, and knowing and understanding the prescribing of other clinicians. In terms of criteria for determining the appropriateness of prescribing, there are three that generally come to the forefront. The Beers criteria, which is the most common. The STOP criteria, which is the screening tool of older adult people's potentially inappropriate prescriptions. And the START criteria, screening tools to alert doctors to right treatments. 
The stop and start criteria are generally used in tandem. The stop criteria is one that really looks at reducing prescribing or stopping medications that may be unnecessary or inappropriate. The start criteria is the opposite. It's looking at disease states and looking for undertreatment and adding medications where needed to better help patients and control symptoms and disease processes. Castles is in many ways a more simple approach to prescribing and in other ways a much more complicated approach to prescribing, but let me at least set you up by giving you the acronym. C stands for cost and coverage. A stands for administration. S stands for safety. T stands for tolerability. L stands for legal. E stands for efficacy. And S stands for simplicity. So these are the seven categories of the acronym CASELS. And really what CASELS is meant to do is to cause a clinician to ask seven questions before they prescribe any medication for a patient who's over the age of 65. Now at some point we'll put the more full presentation into the library, but for now let me just move quickly through the CASELS acronym and you can get the basic gist of what we're trying to accomplish so first, under cost and coverage, the question is, how much does this drug cost and is it covered? So if the patient is unable to afford or obtain the medication that we're prescribing, obviously that's not going to be a very effective approach to treatment. But as you know, in the long-term care setting, typically medications are covered either through a Part A benefit by the facility during that skilled stay or by a Part D plan if they're a long-term residential patient, there's generally very little cost for medications to patients of nursing homes. So what is the role of the formulary in a nursing home? And really, the formulary is intended to look at ways to save money for the facility for patients in that Part A skilled stay where they are paying the bill. And as long as the generic medication is rated as an A, B, rated generic equivalent by the FDA, then there really aren't too many problems. But we'll have another talk later in the podcast series discussing the differences between brand and generic medications, just so you have some added information as you're making decisions. It's also important to note that there are direct and indirect costs of medications. So as we think about the cost of a medication, it's important to think about Yes, the dollars and cents cost of the medication to prescribe, but there's also a cost to non-prescribing, a cost to inferior prescribing. And so those are more difficult to quantify, but we always have to be thinking about that as we approach this C, cost and coverage category. The second letter in the acronym is an A, which stands for administration. And this is really getting at the question of, can this drug be administered easily and effectively for my patient? And we know the challenges of drug administration in the long-term care setting. So things like dosing frequency, whether the drug is going to cause lifestyle modification that could be difficult to achieve, and then delivery systems, especially using devices which are so common in things like COPD. The third part of the acronym is S, which stands for safety. And the question here is, is the drug safe for my patient? And here we're thinking about toxicity with regard to therapeutic windows. We're talking about drug-drug interaction risk, specifically through the cytochrome P450 system or through protein binding site competition. 
We also need to think about drug metabolism and elimination, especially in our patients who are more elderly with uh, diminishing renal function. And we also need to have a specific concern about cardiovascular and falls risk in the elderly for obvious reasons. The next part of the acronym is the T for tolerability, and the question being answered here is, will my patient be able to tolerate this drug? So we think about things like anticholinergic effects, which we've talked about in previous episodes. GI upset and weight loss are particularly troublesome in the elderly population. There really aren't too many good scenarios when it comes to tolerability concerns in the elderly, especially when you mix in dementia and the patient's inability to explain what they're feeling but often we're unable to titrate to effective dosages, and eventually patients will be non-adherent with therapy or discontinue therapy altogether. And and this is probably more of an issue in our assisted living, independent living, home-based patient population where they may not communicate those things clearly with the prescriber. The next portion of the acronym is the L for legal. And here I'm thinking about medical legal risk as it relates to prescribing and Here we need to understand where our exposure lies as a prescriber. So things like the beers criteria, the FDA dangerous drugs list, class action litigation, black box warnings, off-label usage, standards of practice, and consensus guidelines. All of these things are critical to understanding prescribing risk for the clinician. One other area that we'll dive into deeper on a later podcast is this reduction in the risk of falls and fractures. Because falls and fractures are the most common cause of nursing home litigation, it's really important to understand how our prescribing or lack of prescribing really impacts that particular risk. Well, that takes us to the E in our CASELS acronym, which is efficacy. And I think in some ways this is rightly positioned near the end of our list because A drug would not be FDA approved if it lacked efficacy, but we have to really understand the expected benefit that we hope to attain by prescribing this drug in an older adult. So the question becomes, will this drug provide a meaningful benefit? So when we think of efficacy, we need to think of things like the FDA indications, what the lowest effective dose may be for a patient, how studies were conducted and what they were actually measuring in terms of efficacy, but specifically we need to understand the real-world benefits of the med. And while the efficacy of medication may never be called into question, the timing of that medication may be questioned. For instance, if a patient's nearing end of life, do they really need to be on a statin to lower cholesterol levels? Nobody's questioning the efficacy of the statin, but just the timing of that statin. Is it really appropriate at this particular point in life? Will it provide a meaningful benefit? Finally, we come to the second S in our CASELS acronym, and this stands for simplicity. More specifically, simplicity of prescribing. So the question being asked here is whether the drug is easy to prescribe and monitor for the clinician. Obviously, we want our medication regimens to be simple for patients to understand, for their families, for nursing staff who are administering these medications to understand. But here I'm thinking of the prescriber primarily. So medications that have a very complex dosage and titration schedule or medications that require a lot of drug monitoring via laboratory or other testing. And then finally, whether the medication requires a lot of patient, family, or nursing education 
to ensure safety. In essence, the more complicated a medication regimen or an individual medication is to prescribe, the more at risk we are for adherence issues and safety issues with our patients. So this is the CASELS acronym, and this is a tool that can be utilized to help us ask these seven questions before we prescribe medications in older adults. Helps us to kind of think systematically through prescribing to make sure we cover all of our bases and have thought through all the risks and benefits of a particular medication. Helps us also to compare medications within classes of drugs. And in the coming weeks, we'll take a look at each of these individual components of CASELS one more time just to dive down in a little bit more depth to make sure that you have a good understanding of of how to kind of approach each of these subcategories more specifically. So thank you for your time. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to email me. I look forward to talking to you again next week.